1: We're getting you ready for the game on The Build-Up with news from around the league, interviews, highlights, and more. Here's your host, Ted Ramey. All right, good afternoon, everyone. A big, big day or 24 hours we are still a part of since the announcement of Tomas Hurdle's big contract extension. Eight years was announced last night, and that will hopefully provide the Sharks with some good vibes going into this game against L.A., a team they've had some success of against as of late. So I think that's something to definitely pay attention to. Uh, Maybe just the Sharks will be in a feel-good mode when they go into this game. I know that we haven't done it a lot lately. Let's just take a look at those conference standings, or excuse me, the wildcard standings in the Western Conference. Vegas is in second right now with 68 points. The Sharks, they are in seventh with 60 points. An eight-point deficit... It's not the wildest thing in the world I have ever heard. They have time left. They could potentially come back. I'm not saying they will, but they could. But overall, you know, it's just, it's not entirely out of the question for the Sharks to come back at this point. And I think that San Jose has been playing much better hockey, especially since the bottom point, which we consider the 8-0 game against Nashville. That was most definitely the low point. That was something that we don't really want to see again anytime soon. I think also we want to pay attention to the fact that they have had Eric Carlson back in their lineup. Uh, Reimer and Hill have made starts as of late. I imagine it will be Reimer again tonight against L.A., but at the time of this recording, that has not been uh, made official. I had to record a little bit earlier today because I am uh, dealing with a little bit of jury duty. Yeah, how fun for me. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, I'm looking for the Sharks to have another good performance tonight, and I think that that's not that wild ask, and I know that you would think that, you know, the pendulum would swing the other way for the Kings, but you know, I, I don't know. The Kings have not been playing great hockey as of late. 5-4-1 and one in their last 10 games, so about 500 hockey, and much in the same way that we saw the Ducks finally take on some injuries, the Kings have taken on more injuries as of late, and there is that notion of a rectification to where the Kings were playing better than they should have, and maybe now reality is starting to set in. And I don't know that that's 100% the case, but you do, you do wonder about these things. You know, you wonder, it's like when a team is playing that much better than what they were expected, you do wonder if it's going to last or if suddenly that there is going to be a, you know, a correction. And I think that's happened to the Kings a little bit as well. I mean, it happened to the Sharks for reasons that were somewhat out of their control. You didn't know that they were going to take that many injuries. You didn't know that they were going to lose Eric Carlson and Mario Ferraro and that are number one and two goalkeepers, you know, pretty much all at the same time, but it's something that does happen While at the same time, the Sharks having gotten past their difficulties and the Kings now dealing with their own, the Sharks might be able to start putting themselves back in a better stretch. So that's some of the stuff that we're looking at going into today's game. Obviously, I would imagine, I think Thomas Hurdle is going to have a a big game tonight because I think that his confidence is going to be through the roof. He is going to be just absolutely wanting to validate the contract to the entire NHL world. And I think he's going to come in with a whole lot of purpose. I think that, you know, Tomas Hurdle is one of those guys who can allow external factors to influence him usually in just a positive way. I don't see the outside stuff ever being an issue, but I do see the fact that when, you know, he has kind of this type of joy about him whether it's an All-Star game, whatever it is, it does seem to turn him in to a player that will kind of transcend the moment. Not that a new contract necessarily requires transcension. He's proved himself as being worth every single penny of that deal, but I do think that he'll be just kind of flying high, and I expect to see him come out of the gates hot. I'm not going to be surprised if he has a big, big night tonight. I do want to get into more of that sound from the presser yesterday, because we only used some of it in that special we did uh, that's out on the Sharks Audio Network under the Sharks Hockey Digest podcast. Same one you find this one under, uh, where we had interview with Dan ruzanowski and Tomasz Hertel. We heard from Joe Will. We heard from Tommy Hertel. Uh But I wanted to get into more of the stuff that, you know, Tomasz Hertel was talking about with regard to why he signed this contract and what he thought it means about the future in San Jose.
2: But, uh, it's always, you know, sign a, I think, nice long contract and be the franchise player and, and you know, be the part of the kind of legacy with the Sharks. And and it's it's honor, you know. And but same time, I know what is coming uh, coming with that. You know, it's one of, like one of the leaders. I have to carry the team and uh, help them make it better. So it's challenge for me. And I, I want to see still every day, every year getting better, which I think I can do, and I can still help win a lot of hockey games. And and that's that's what what I get is super nice deal for it. So so it's you know just get me even going right now.
1: And on top of that, he talked about the confidence he has with the Sharks' future.
2: Yeah, you know, we, we've been talking already this year, you know, it wasn't easy, you know, for us, you know, even this year you get through COVID after we get a lot of injuries, you know, it's just sometimes it's just all like, uh, all like you know, a lot of teams, they go without injury all, all year. Some guys don't. And I think it was really hard for us this year. Like we we, we knew everybody we need, like put a couple more pieces, but, you know, I think when we are healthy, we got still uh, like still players, you know, like Burnzy, Cooch, Eric, Timo, like top top guys in NHL, and and I think some young guys, I think improved too, and you know we already see what you know Eke uh, did, you know, ended the season, and hopefully he's like too getting to the, get to the league and be a big part of the our organization, you know, and. John Leonard have a big comeback. He start playing, you know, down there, and he's coming back. So there's still a lot of young guys, like young guys. They show they can play play hockey. You know, Mario Ferraro get one of the best, you know, defensive defensive guy in the league. And and I see still a lot of potential. You know, it's it's still you you never know at the end of the day because every team is getting through. You know, and and it's just it'd be hard. You know, for every year, for many years. You know, top top team in the league, you know, like nobody can really do it. You know, we've been here for a lot of years. We got down a couple of years. Then now it's, I think, time to come back and be again, you know, playoff team.
1: And I think that he makes some valid points about why they think things haven't gone as well this year and also what he thinks they can do in the years going forward. I think that this year has been tough for a number of reasons. Obviously, the COVID absences, obviously the injuries, obviously these things kind of getting you know, piled on top of each other. And I think that there is the hope that it's not always going to be like this, that the team will take positive steps forward. And I think that you have to plan that way. You have to think that there is a, an opportunity for the team to get better. And I think that if Hurdle felt that that wasn't the case, he might have been more interested in looking outside the franchise. He might have been more interested in unrestricted free agency. But I think he saw that, hey, this year, there were some problems with health. There were some problems with COVID. There is a good chance that this gets better. And in that sense, I do trust his instincts about the future. That doesn't necessarily mean he will be right But I do think that he thinks that way for a reason. I think he views things as being improving overall for the Sharks. Then there's the matter of the Bay Area. And he talked about, you know, just how the Bay Area made an impact on his decision.
2: Oh, a lot, you know, it's, uh, you know, we've been nine years here. You know, I, it's me, even me and my wife, we never live anywhere else than here. You know, we started like dating here before when I get to the league. So we... We start actually be living together in here in Bay Area and and we you know over the years you build a lot of friends a lot of outside hockey friends and and it's everything around you know it was everybody always was nice you know fans was always support me from the day one all the way to here they are always cheering you know and and it's just you know, there is. I can say not, nothing bad about like where, where we live and like about people. Uh, the Sharks organization—they've been like from day one, always nice to me, and and started you know with the teammates. I got through some great players. You know, a Jumbo, Paf, Party. I can learn from one of the best guys in the in the game, and they helped me out through to get you know player where I'm right now. And I really thank them too for when they get me and. And from day one, I couldn't say better about, you know, the organization, how they give me chance for first right away from the first season and and really excited to I can keep it going here.
1: Yeah, it is hard to put a price on what you consider home and for Tomáš Hurdle and his family, which I think played a factor as well. You know, that's part of this. He's not just a husband. He's a father. He's got this network of friends around here. I'm sure his wife has a network of friends. I'm sure that they, you know, they don't know that they would have the same thing elsewhere. And I will say that about the Bay Area. There's a reason that guys come, they get in teal and they don't want to leave. Living in the Bay Area, it's one of the best places to live in the world. You do not have extreme weather. You do not have some of the challenges that are associated with living in other parts of the country. It's a very diverse population. It's very much represented by people from all over the world and it's a good place to raise a family. Listen, I have a family. I live in the Bay Area. I have never been in a hurry to move, regardless of how expensive it is, regardless of how many challenges there are to living in the area, like the traffic, for instance, but it's still, it's a great place to live. Tomas Hurdle, you know, the, the cost of living doesn't impact him just the same as it does everybody else on account of that new contract and the fact that he's, you know, a professional athlete, but there are still aspects of it, which I'm sure, like traffic, that's tough for anybody, no no matter how much money you make. But at the same time, you look at all that is afforded to you in the Bay Area. And I've said this many, many times. It's not just the amount of sports teams. It's the restaurants. It's the culture. It's the arts. It's the museums. It's the opportunities to take in, you know, so much. You don't get that in every other city where there's an NHL team in North America. And listen, there are great other cities that are on the map. New York, New York, you know, you talk about Toronto, you talk about Montreal, you talk about Vancouver, you talk about L.A., you talk about Boston. These are all definitely possibilities of where you would have a top-rate town in which to live. But the Bay Area, I mean, it's its hard to beat. There might be places just as good, but it's hard to beat the Bay Area. Brody Brazil asked an interesting question to Tomas Hurdle about, you know, what he would consider himself as a person and his loyalty to the franchise that help develop him if that played a factor in his decision making
2: uh i think so yeah end of the day i think i'm very loyal and i i i felt like you you feel like end of the day like you have to give everything what you can back to the organization back to the fans you know when they, they give you the chance and and i end of the day i think i'm a loyal guy and 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 you know even you know everybody has tough times and i don't want to be just like yeah, okay you got We've been like conference final a couple, three years ago. We've been in finals and like in, because of two years, you know, just like leave the boards, you know, you want to put it back and you want to give the organization and the fans like the playoff and the, the winning games back and back on the track. And, and and it's not like I don't see that, but I, I see that it can come soon, you know. So uh, for sure, that's uh, helped me out even more to decide it.
1: Assistant Manager Joe Will, also a part of this press conference yesterday, um, one of the things he was asked about was how they fill out the team going forward. Because I know everyone is thinking about the team going forward, and of course, a part of that is making sure that a player like Tomas Hertl is locked up long term.
0: Yeah, and, and that's it. You you look uh, if you're able to to draft, that's generally your your best way. You know that that you're able to. Uh, uh, use a pick that, that, that you've earned and, uh, um, and, and get a prospect, develop that prospect. Sometimes it's, it's quicker. Uh, sometimes it takes longer, but that, that's generally your, your best prospect, uh, uh, to, to get a player at a value cost and, and you can kind of grow with them, uh, uh, throughout their, their contract years and, and everything else. The next best is just to, to do some good pro scouting and, uh, you'll go through and find some players on, on, on value contracts and, and, uh, uh, or make some some trades that uh you know help out and and that's it it's a it's a series of adjustments and that's that's what it has to be and that's what all teams in the league are doing at, um at really at all levels it's a, just a constant series of adjustments so you know we uh it's give and take with the salary cap it always is you can't just collect and 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 build and build on there you have to you have to maybe trim in an area you have a little bit more to add in an area that you need a little bit more of. And that's what uh, we work uh, as a staff constantly to identify, you know, where we're a little stronger, where we're a little weaker, what we can move uh, back and forth to uh, to uh, uh,
1: boost those areas. One of the more interesting questions that Joe Will fielded was if there was a time that he felt that Tomas Hurdle would not return, that he would go would leave the team and, you know, find somewhere else to play.
0: Well, I'm, I'm respectful to the choice of any unrestricted free agent. You know, it's, it's their opportunity in their career to explore the market. They've earned that, they've, uh, you know, negotiated for that right, and they've earned the right to look at the marketplace. And, uh, you know, we try to give them his, his space to, to do that. And, uh, and then we've tried to go forward and say, well, why us? And, and you know, have a transparent conversation about where we're going, uh, backing it up with, uh, you know, with an offer and uh and and that was that was really the process so you know uh, unrestricted free agency I I respect that the players have, have earned that that right and it's been negotiated for uh bargained for and they uh, they have that that's why it's even more special now you know when when Tomas uh, chooses to uh, uh stay with the Sharks because he, he did have options um I didn't necessarily had a a worry that that he was going to go. I, I know he likes it here. I, but I also knew that, that, you know what, it's a, it's a very hard process. It's a very hard uh, uh, choice that he has to make. And I respected that. And I, and I would you know, respect his, his decision either way. I obviously like it much better this way, but uh, you know, it's, uh, he, he's earned that, that right to do that.
1: Will brings up the transparent conversation. And I think that's also about the direction of the franchise, which is something that hurdle talked about.
2: Uh, I, uh, you know, for sure. We, you you can't really like manage it, but sometimes it's, uh, everybody says a lot of times for luck, you know, so for sure you have to get a little bit, you know, healthy. You just, you know, when you're missing top guys, it's just tough to replace. And, and, you know, it's, I think last couple of years we, 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 maybe we have young guys coming too early, maybe they're been ready. But it was because the years before we've been pushing, you know, win the cup, so we lose a lot of picks and uh, young guys. But now we get some young guys on the rise. You know, they uh, play better. You know, and uh, hopefully they'll, you know, they can prove it even better next year. So, so that's uh, that's for sure help. And uh, we knew like. Uh, I think we talked with and, uh, you know, we will see even during the summer what happened, you know, uh, what we need, but it's, you know, more about like uh, Joe.
1: And I think that when we think about the plan to get back to the top and how they get back to more of a relevant position, it also includes the conversation of Timo Meyer, which is something that Joe Will was asked about.
0: Well, he's a huge part of this franchise, and and, and we all know that a building block, and and that that is is one of the next uh, uh, steps that we 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 have to look at. And like I said, it's a, a series of adjustments. You know, you see what you can do. Um, you know, in, in certain areas. And, 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 can you find a few dollars here? Can you, uh, uh, make a few moves here and do things like that? And that's all, you know, really in, in place, you have, you know, your, your group that you build around and then, uh, and then you have your, your group underneath that, that kind of fill in some, some pieces, uh, obviously, you know, uh, Timo goes into that group with, uh, with, uh, Tomas and others, to, that, that you build around. So we, we know that that's upcoming, um, uh, we, you know, we don't just look for tomorrow and, and, and one year out, but, you know, we'll, we'll often do, uh, you know, three-year plans, five-year plans, and, and even on longer term contracts, we'll, we'll go out a, a little beyond there. So we, we play around with things. We say, how's this going to work? You know, uh, who's in, who's out, who's moved around? Uh, what do you need to do? And, and there, there's, there's been a lot of that, a lot of that planning.
1: And that's not to take away from the discussion of Tomas Hurdle and the success that he has had that has led him to this contract. But you look at what Timo Meyer has done this year. He's been having a phenomenal season. I think you start thinking about what he can continue to develop into because I think Timo can continue to get better. I mean, I I think that that's... Part of what the Sharks are trying to do is that it's, you know, you're not just looking at having Eric Carlson. You're not just having Logan Couture. You have to look at Tomas Shirtle, You have to look at a Timo Meyer You have to start thinking about the future and look to build the next version of the Sharks and start building and making sure you have these guys locked up because the later you get into that contract, I think the better of a deal it's going to be, especially as we get more consistency in terms of the non COVID world, which we hope that we are slowly moving out of. But that's probably going to do good things for the cap, I would imagine. I could be wrong, but obviously we have to wait and see where things go. But, you know, it's, we have not had tons to feel good about this year with the Sharks. Let's be honest. It's a team that is on the outside looking in and, you know, only being eight points out, that's not a bad place to be, but it's certainly not, you know, at the top or any by any means. But you're looking at the Sharks. Who've been through a tough year, a lot of injuries, a lot of absences, and you haven't had tons to feel good about. This is one of those rare moments this year where you can look at it and say, yeah, I feel good about that. I'm glad they locked up Tomáš Hurdle. I am glad they got one of their best players here long term. You look at his contract, you look at Eric Carlson, you look at some of the other guys that have been locked up. And you do take into account of what you're building for in the future as opposed to just the here and now. Because the here and now is not quite there yet. You are trying to build yourself back to where you want to be, and that means more Eric Carlson, more Tomas Hurdle, hopefully more Timo Meyer, the development of young players like an Eklund, like a and many others that we obviously put as part of that list. But again, these foundational pieces, to build on top of any of them, they have to exist. And so now with Hurdle locked up, that does allow more of a construction towards a future to be put in place while also focusing on the present, the here and now, and hopefully pushing forward to the end of the year and then seeing what they can do for next year to make this team more relevant once again. We are out of time. Join us for pregame coverage at 6.30. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off.